Okay, are you ready to hear the Lord praise now? Amen. David Smith, you get the first honors for international romance. <laughs> I'm excited. You know what the chapter is for today's reading? Yep. It's Genesis 29 about Jacob finding Rachel. Um, David Taylor, your second, and Charlie Doring, your third. I'm looking forward to all this. Lord, be with us. Yes. It's good to be back. Miss, I missed you guys. I think the last time I was here on a Sunday was December 18th. <clears throat> And I just got back this, uh, well, last time I was at church was just past Wednesday at the men's meeting. And uh, so today it's, it's good to be here and, and to share uh, my travels to Malaysia um, and to share that with you today. Um, let me read a, a verse or two here just to get started. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Um, I do have two others. I'll read them. Psalm 100, verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Amen. And the last verse uh, that I'll quote here, Psalm 69, 30, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. So uh, I want to quickly just thank the Lord, though I've thanked him and thanked him, but I want to do it publicly with all of you. Um, Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for my safe travels to and from Malaysia um, and blessing me and uh, allowing me to share the good news of the church that I can formally stand up here today and let everybody know that Joey and I are engaged to be married. Thank you, Lord. That was the end goal. As a matter of fact, um, when the day that I did get engaged, immediately I shot Jonathan and Sherry. They're on vacation. I shot them uh, an email saying, mission accomplished, exclamation mark. <laughs> so at the end of this blessing, that was the goal. Uh, the Lord uh, brought us together. Um, and, and I do want to share our story briefly in a general way. I only have 10 minutes, and, I, and we're in the middle of John chapter 6, so I want to get back to that. Um, I, it's great to get to, to share these goodies, as they're called, as Jonathan's referred to them, and they are blessings, and I don't mean, I don't mean any disrespect to the Lord. I'm to, totally blessed by him, and so is Joey. I mean, he's just burying me in blessings. Um, Wonderful. And, and, you know, in, in context of Mark 10, verses 28 through 30, you know, leaving lands and children and families and wives and inheriting families and wives, and it's just, I mean, that was written 2,000 years ago, and it's coming true in my life. It was brought to my attention by our pastor. I think you heard some of it in my testimony when I was baptized and became a member. Um, so this, what I'm about ready to share with you is everything in that context, Mark 10, verse 28 through 30. Um, you know, right before I came into church this morning, and I was getting ready to come in, um, this verse popped into my mind. Um, Whoso, where is it? Uh, Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. 1822, my phone. Here it is, 1822. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Yes. And, uh, you know, what, I've been here since July, middle of July. of uh, So I've been here a year and a half now. And I moved out to Greenville to be with the church. Um, I certainly didn't come here looking for a woman. 
uh, even though as a single man and any single man, probably a single woman, I mean, at, at a certain age, you start, you know, you're always kind of aware and looking, ar- and looking around. But I didn't, I didn't come out here for that purpose, to find a Christian godly spouse. You know, I was, I'm divorced, and I pretty much assumed that ship had sailed. And I was content with that, really. I mean, you know, I, I was happy with the Lord by myself. Um, and uh, the Lord has just converted me and converted me and converted me and blessed me and blessed me and blessed me. Um, so let me move forward and stop rambling or I'll be up here forever. Um, so our story, um, if you will recall, back in February, about this time last year, maybe even just a month later, Jonathan paused, our, our pastor paused in, in, what, in the sermon that we were in and, and started talking about the importance of marriage. And I remember sitting over near Stephen, and, and I, you know, that, like I said, that ship had kind of sailed. I, had, I wasn't really thinking about it. And then he mentioned that two is better than one. And uh, it just, all of a sudden, it just kind of woke me up thinking, wow, if I, if I want to continue in my Christian walk, I kind of need someone, you know, that, that, that this will advance me in my Christian walk, having, having someone. And so I kind of started to get a little bit, cautiously get a little bit of hope again that maybe there was, you know, someone out there that the Lord would have in mind for me. And of course, I look around the church, and there are single women in here, but there's no, no one really my age. And uh, so I thought, all right, back to Christian Mingle. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a lot of you have done that. So I mean, it, it's fun at first, and then it's just kind of like, oh. So, um, so, and, and, and I want to share Jerry, Joey's story real quick. Um, Joey, hit, Joey is divorced as well as of about 10, 10, a little over 10 years ago. Maybe it was in 2004. And uh, she'd kind of let that go. She wasn't really looking for a man either. She's happily serving her church in Malaysia, which I got, I got to visit. You'll hear about in a minute. Um, and, but three months prior to her coming out here on a business trip, she works for Intel Corporation, um, uh, she had started praying to the Lord uh, that she was ready to serve a man. And uh, the, t- the God's, I'm just trying to share here and communicate with you is God's timing and bringing yes. us together. Um, Joey came out here. She didn't know that I existed. I didn't really know that she existed. I did know she existed, but I didn't, I didn't think... She didn't know I existed. I met her at the pastor's house with Sherry on the Thursday night prayer meeting. Um, we were introduced, and... Uh, oh, there's so much to tell, and I have so little time. We were introduced there. Just go ahead and tell it. We, oh, there's stuff here. I, I can't. We met Thursday night. We were introduced. There was some matchmaking involved. Sherry and Jonathan were David. <laughs> Jonathan said, David, what do you think about Orientals? And I'm like, oh, Pastor Crosby, first of all, that's not politically correct anymore. But I'm okay with Orientals. I was engaged once upon a time to a Vietnamese woman. And, you know, I, I, you know, she loves the Lord. I'm, I'm game. I mean, I'm down. I mean... You know, she really loves the Lord, uh, and we're yoked the same, like, you know, the way that we view doctrine and the Lord uh, from the Bible, then, yeah, definitely, I'd sign me up. I'm interested. Um, so, so that's, so you wanted some, so that's, that's, so there's some matchmaking going on. Joey didn't know about any of it, I don't think. Um, and then I met, I spent some time with her on two other occasions, one at Paul Crosby's with some other people, and then the very last night that Joey was getting ready to leave, or the, the, the following morning, um, we had, John, Sherry sends me this text, and I just started my job at BMW, and I just got, I was washing my hands at the sink, and Jer- Sherry sends me a text, and she's, she's kind of, she's kind of like, oh, David, I was just thinking of you, Joey's, la-. you know, she's trying to be cool, and, you know, not, <laughs> not seem like she's trying to get us together, um, but she said, we're, you know, Jonathan, Sher- Jonathan and I, and Joey are going to JP, uh, 
what is it called? J Four Corners. Four Corners for dinner. Uh, would you like to come? And I said, sure, sure, because I was definitely interested at the time. I didn't, you know how, you know, boy and girl thing. You don't, you never know. Is she really interested or not? And and so I thought, yeah, I'm going to go find out more about her. Um, but after that, I, I was, I knew I was definitely interested in Joey. Um, Joey goes away. I immediately, the very next day when I get off work, ask Jonathan if I can have her email address so I can start pursuing her. And uh, and uh, I got that. So I knew I had, the, I knew I had the green light. It was a go. You know, if, if she's willing to give, then she, you know, she knows I'm a man, I'm a single man, you know, just kind of put two and two together. You know, those things work. So uh, Joey and I have been communicating since March, since, I'm sorry, since April 19th um, via WhatsApp, you know, cell phone, and Skype, which is video conferencing. Uh, I'll use the word religiously here, every single day for hours, probably, on average, um, until I get there uh, on Christmas Day of, of 2016, December 25th, I arrive. So I haven't seen this person in eight months. The last time I saw her, we were not, we didn't know that we were romantically interested in one another. And uh, so I get there, Joey's at the, Joey's waiting for me at the airport, and uh, wow, what a totally different experience seeing the person in flesh and blood. It's one thing to do video conferencing, and yes, we checked everything out from finances to you know, our faith in the Lord, to our families, to our histories, to some of my less, you know, some of, some of, some of my bad decision-making, especially professionally, um, on and on and on. But to see her in the, just in person was, was wow, <laughs> really, really something. Uh, I, got, uh, I got eight uninterrupted days with her, um, wonderful days, action, I mean, just very, very filled, uh, full. And, uh, you know, the, the main goal was, was to go over there was to ask her parents' permission to win their hearts, not trick them into a yes answer, but to win their hearts. Um, and I could probably do that, but, but to win their hearts, that they felt good about me, um, and, and to have them give me a yes and a permission to marry their daughter, which they did. Um, and only because, only because of Joey's hard work um, and introducing me via pictures and such to her parents and kind of warming them up to me. And so I asked her parents' permission. That took about two hours, though they did say yes very quickly, but they had a lot of questions. I think when the mother realized that her daughter would be leaving and coming halfway around the world where they couldn't protect her, you know, things she started wanting to know details like, well, what about your house? What about your career? You know, dots started connecting in her mind really quick. Um, but all, all of a sudden done, that, that worked out well. And there is a dowry involved. Um, all I will say is no, it was Joshua Unger asked me when I got back. No, it wasn't five figures. I just, I don't, I didn't, I just, at this point, I don't have that type of, and Joey's worth, I was telling uh, uh, Debbie at lunch, if I had a million dollars, Joey, it's, there's no amount of money that I could give for how wonderful she is. I think any man would understand that. Um, <laughs> yes, but but it was everything that I could gather, and it was impressive. I think her parents were taken aback. I know Joey was pleased with it, um, and, and Sue Eastland had sent me an email way back when she heard that I was considering a dowry, um, and it was very encouraging. It's called an eight-cow wife. I don't have time to go into it, but it's, there's so much I want to tell you all. But, and all the people that were involved um, in this trip. With that said, before I do run out of time, I want to share quickly... How God's grace looks in our relationship. Yes, He's blessed us, and He has used certain individuals in this church um, to bless me, bless Joey and I, bring us together sooner than later. And uh, so, I want to mention a couple names real quick. Um, okay, 
and I'm going to start with, um, well, I'll start with Tim Weir, and I've already thanked him, and I've sent him a picture of Joey and I's, our engagement photo. Um, Tim Weir has, op you all know Tim Weir, he has opened his house to me um, and a couple other men, though, they're staying in different houses right now, but he has op he initially opened his house to me and let me stay there uh, rent-free um, so that I could quickly gather funds to make this trip possible. And th it is a chunk of change when, you, when you're talking about dowries and rings and travel and, and all that. Uh, it adds up quickly. And um, so he's helped accelerate this process by opening his house. And along those lines, um, I'm now staying with Rollin Crosby, who has also opened his doors to me. And, and uh, as Jonathan said, he, he, he doesn't want me locked into a lease um, so that when Joey's here, we can move forward very quickly. Um, and so all that to say is this has freed me up to make, these, make some of these, these things happen. I, I'm very grateful to Roland, to Tim Weir. And again, I'm saying these names uh, to, show the, to show their heart, to, to show the, the, you know, the working of, of God's Holy Spirit in their heart to want to do these sorts of things. It kind of I'm kind of speechless. So I'm, it's humbling. It's just the blessings and the people that have just shown me love for for just because um, is, is humbling. Okay, other names: Bryant Cutler. Uh, there was a men's meeting before I left, and uh, I, I'm fly I was flying out of Atlanta instead of Greenville because it was going to save some money. But it's three hours away. You know, with with decent traffic, it's three hours away, and. Uh, I've never been to Atlanta, and it's a huge airport, and I have to worry about parking and finding my way around, and I'm, I'm geographically challenged and directionally challenged, and so it's a little bit stressful for, for me, but, but Jonathan said, don't worry about that. Just, buy, just get the ticket, and we'll figure it out. And so uh, during the men's meeting, Jonathan said, are there any men in here that are willing to help <laughs> David you know, get to and from Atlanta airport? And of course, I'm up front, so I can't see anything, but hands are shooting up left and right, and... Uh, Long story short, Brian assures me his hand was up first. So Bryant Cutler, again, it's three hours each way, so it takes up a whole day. But just because he wants to spend time with me and, and show some, some Christian Wonderful. generosity. Brotherly yes, brotherly love. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if I would have shot my hand up that quick. I'm kind of selfish. I mean, my time, you know, I mean, I hate to say that. I'm getting out of that mindset, and, and seeing examples is helping me get out of that mindset. It's just, I've never seen people act like that. Thank you, Lord. Yes, it, it's, it, I'm learning. You all, by, by your godly example, I, I'm benefiting from it, and I will put some of these into practice. And, uh, okay, so Brian Cutler, thank you very much for taking time out to do that. Colin Castleberry, um, I think his name's well-known in the church as well for always serving the saints. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, like getting jealous of Colin. I'm like, Colin, you need to put your hand down and give somebody else a chance to start doing some of these things. But Colin, now, and understand, you all know, Colin's recently, he's newly wed. He's newly wed, and he worked that morning, and he came in rush hour traffic, to pick me up, and he probably got, I don't know, I never asked him when he got there, but my flight got there late, and I'm held up in customs, so it took us, I mean, it probably took us five hours to get home, and he waited the whole time, um, didn't go right home to be with his, his, his lovely new wife, and, but, and again, that's sacrifice, and, uh, and did that for me, and I know Colin, but it, but, so it's just, it's, uh, I, I'm touched, I wanted to thank both of you, um, they're, it's a big deal. 
Um, and it's neat to see God working in other people's hearts and bringing us together because we are a body. And it's just, it's very, it's wonderful to be a part of. And it's neat to see God's blessing in hindsight, to, to have that privilege. It was just very neat in the, in the players. Um, lastly, I want to mention, and the person didn't, how do I explain this? Okay, okay, how do I share this? Um, Mark and Angela Marunic, uh, and I'm glad Mark was here today. I made sure of that, and I asked his permission. And before that, I asked Pastor Crosby's permission. I needled Pastor Crosby for this information. And the information is that somewhere along the way, I guess it was announced to the church that um, you know David was flying to Malaysia. I think that's probably all that was said. That's all that I know of. And apparently, Mark and Angela got together and decided they wanted to buy my plane ticket to Malaysia. And by the way, Malaysia is 9,653 miles one way. They're halfway around the world at the equator. Um, just to give you some context of the great distance and the money involved to, to, for a plane ticket at Christmas time to get there. And um, so I needled the pastor, you know, who is this person? I really want to say thanks. You know, it's, it, and so I, I found out who, uh, and I talked to him, and, uh, and uh, I know they wanted, they wanted to remain anonymous, but I talked Mark into letting me mention their name. It, it, not so, not not because of the large amount of money that's involved, but because of their heart would right. want to do that for a guy that I mean, we all see each other, but it's not like we all have families and, and marriages and job responsibilities. We don't have time to hang out with one another constantly. Like me, I'm single. I mean, I could hang out a lot, but um, they just got together and wanted to do that for a brother in the church. Amen. Just random acts of love and kindness just blows me away. Thank you, Lord. So I want to mention them for that fact, um, that I want to show our church, how our church operates, um, you know, outside of just coming to church on Sunday, that these are the things that a New Testament church does for one another, uh, for the Lord uh, and for one another. So it's just very special and dear to me. So I wanted to mention those names. Thank you, Bryant, Colin, Rollin, Tim Weir, and Mark and Angela Marunic. Uh, I'm, I'm touched. I'm looking forward to getting to know all of you better especially when Joey arrives, and I can start doing things as a couple. Kind of awkward being a single guy, you know. So, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so our story, I'm there. I've gotten permission. There's a dowry involved. Uh, they love me. I love them. And, oh, when I get there, there's an, a man named, um, or a woman named Po King, and the man's name is Ng Sun. They are married. They go to the Sangadua Church, which is STC. They're, they're there used to be pictures on the back wall of their pastor. His name's Pastor Sing Lao. And they have a small church. They are very friendly with ours. Jonathan and, and a group of people have gone out there on several, and Newell have gone out there on several occasions to help them learn things. And uh, so they are a, a, a brotherly church that is very friendly in agreement with, with much of, of what we believe. Um, they opened their house to me, and, and, and Po King and Ng Sun opened their house, and this is a nice house. I mean, I was really like, wow, this, I'm impressed. This guy's doing well. Tastefully done. Let me stay there for free. Never met him or his wife. And this is, this is an example of people outside of our church yes. that, are, that, are, that are God's children, yes. that if they came in here, we would feel very, I felt very comfortable with them, like they were brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. And I'd never met him before. And so I'm just giving you an example of their church in action, too. They practiced hospitality. There were, there were several men in their families that just fed me, took me out uh, with Joey, and welcomed me into their church. 
for the first time I got to sit next to Joey in church and worship together, and it was at their church. We got there early. Joey's really good about getting to church early, as she should be. And uh, so we got to sing a couple of hymns together, just Joey and I. And, uh, and then we got to worship, and, and, and their pastor, Pastor Lau, did a great job uh, on his sermon. And it was just neat to see their very small, tight-knit group uh, in action. And I got to participate in that with her. So that was a first for us. Exciting. Um, I feel like I'm missing so much. And if anybody wants to ask me details when I get out of the podium. What's that? Oh, yes. You know, I, I shared a psalm with you guys that was, has been near in my heart and early in my conversion. Um, and uh, I did it on December 18th, and, and Jonathan thought, you know, if with, with their pastor's permission, you know, I could share it there, and I did. And it gave me an opportunity to kind of dig a little bit deeper into it and uh, change a little bit. I didn't have to introduce Daniel Jones, because I don't know Daniel Jones. That would be confusing. And then polish some <laughs> things up. Um, explain when I said, you know, remember just a lot, I was able to open up and expand that a little bit more. And so it went very well. Um, so that was another blessing. Thanks for reminding me, you know, the opportunity to stand at, 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 in one of God's churches from his podium and share his words with people is always uh, scary, but, but uh, an honor and, a priv- and it is a privilege. So that is the trip. Um, I came back, it was 33 hours to come back. Yes, Colin picked me up. What else can I share? Um, okay, so the paperwork <laughs> involved in immigrating someone to the country uh, is quite extensive. It's about oh, not quite half an inch thick of paperwork with copies of divorce decrees, plane tickets, proof that I traveled there. Uh, you know, they want to see, they don't just let anybody in the country anymore, especially now with our new president. So, so to do things legally, it's it's expensive, five hundred and thirty-five dollars application fee. And what we did is we filled out the I twenty-nine F form, uh, which is a petition. We're asking the USCIS, the embassy here, uh, to grant permission to recognize her um, and allow her to come here as my fiance. Um, this process usually takes about four to six months, probably six months. It was mailed immediately when I got back, and of course, and <laughs> we—I expect her just so so people have a sense of a timetable. We expect um, sometime in July, if there's no hiccups, if there's no, you know, we forgot some documentation, or if they question her, if she can't pass a physical, or when they interview her at her embassy, uh, I mean, they can say no. Uh, so it's in the works. I should hear something in the middle of February, which I will tell Pat, the pastor, and maybe he'll. Or maybe he'll share it in an update that good news, you know, they, that we've passed the first hurdle. Um, and even though if they say, yes, it looks like you can, legally, you can legally marry, you both are legally divorced, yes, they will continue to do paperwork and such, and they can say no at a later date. So that's why I'm very conservative when I talk to people. I don't want to get, I, it is a happy time, but I just, until she's here, until I know, and I have a piece of paper that says she can be here, I'm kind of, you know, just want to dial it down a click or two, um, and just that for that reason. Um, Joey's beside herself happy. I'm going to end now because I'm running out of time. I want to say one other thing. I am very happy and blessed, and yes, I'm, a, I'm, I'm looking forward to enjoying my marriage with Joey. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Joey's been a, been a friend of this church for 10 years. There's people in here that know her and love her. Um, she loves the Lord Jesus Christ. She's on board with our church and our doctrine and our thinking, 
And um, so I'm very blessed to have her, Lord willing, as my wife, and she's my fiance right now. Um, Joey, Joey, I'm very happy for that aspect, but I'm also very happy to have Joey, Lord willing, be a member of this church. Joey will thrive in our church. Um, I don't want to say any more about that, but Joey will do very. Joey will hit the ground running here. And uh, um, the other thing is, it's great to have Joey here because she will add to our church's membership. She will. She will. She will be a joint. Uh, she's mature in her faith, and she will help push the, the Greenville ball forward. Um, so she will be a, a, a welcome, and any, anybody that wants to come to our church and that is, really loves the Lord Jesus Christ and wants to, to move forward in that direction, you know, I would always welcome. But I know this about her, and so we will benefit as a church with her presence, I think. Not just David and his marriage, yes, that's great, and I'm looking forward to that. But uh, that aspect as well, um, she will benefit and, and our church will benefit. And so I'm excited on those two fronts for myself and the church uh, to have her here. Um, and she'll be a wonderful, and I, while I have the opportunity, the women in this church are very strong. And um, I, I hope that you all will welcome her. She, she will be, a, like I said, a, a good addition um, to the church. And um, so... With that said, I think I should stop there. If there's any other questions and details, I, I'm sure I'm forgetting stuff, and I'd be happy to share them with you. The Lord is wonderful for me, and if there's any, and there are single men and women in this church, and they're wondering, I hope our little love story and the Lord's blessing yes. will give you encouragement. Um, so I want to say that, um, and I know it's hard to hear, and it's like, oh yeah, that's David, and that's his story, but hopefully you can take this too, and and, and be hope, hopeful in the Lord and, uh, and whatever that looks like for you. But um, this is pretty radical. I mean, brought me out of Colorado, made me a Christian, got me out of that church, converted me to this church, the King James Bible, given me a wife, loving church members that are buying tickets and giving me rides and giving me, let me stay at I mean, who, 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 who does these things? So, so it's just... Yes, you know, count your many blessings, you know, like, that we sing. It's like, man, I can't, I can't add them up. I mean, you're just hearing, you're hearing some big ones, but there's a lot of other little ones. The Lord is just so wonderful. I just want to praise his name. Give him thanks. It is an important part of worship, but let's get back to John 6. <laughs> Talk about the gift giver, not his goodies and get, and this is wonderful stuff, but the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, I am here for, I am for here for the right reasons. I have examined my heart. And I never thought about all these things, but um, lo and behold, that, that's what happens when you, when you leave for the gospel's sake and Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, it's just neat to see prophecy coming true that was written so long ago for a guy like me. I'm just like, whoa. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good seeing everybody again. Amen. Getting a bride. <laughs> We're happy for you, David. You uh, gave me a perfect lead-in uh, when you said you're here for the right reason, you're here for the giver. Uh, see how this fits in. Wednesday night, and I have to give a little, bit of, a little bit of background for some people that weren't there Wednesday night. Jonathan put it in an update, but a guy a little bit younger than myself, late 50s, uh, by the name of Steve Curl, out in Idaho, came and visited, I don't know, a few years ago, found our website, was very excited about it, came, and uh, Wednesday night, Jonathan read an email that he had written to Jonathan, and 
in short, it was he was very thankful for John 6 and the preaching in that and what a real believer is. And, you know, for those that didn't read the update or, you know, our, our visitors, he basically said, you know, when, when you preach, Jonathan, on, on John 6 about the real believer and about getting to know God, and apparently Jonathan had sent him some other sermons to listen to to help him, you know, really seek after God. Uh, the the uh, Revelation 3.20 about, you know, the old picture we always see about this long-haired Jesus knocking on the door, wanting to get in and get you saved. Uh, I guess he listened to that, and j just the more, you know, the the concept that he focused on in his little email was, you know, you made me want to just kick, rip the door off the hinges so that Jesus wouldn't even have to knock yes, and come in. Right. I'd give him a, a glass of wine, fix, fix him a feast, sit down by the fire, and have Jesus just tell me what, what should I do that just to change that will make me a better Christian and serve yes. you better. Uh, and I've exchanged emails with, with uh, Steve in the past, and so I thought, you know, that was exciting. I know a lot of other people were blessed by it, and so I, we exchanged a few emails, and I just want to read you kind of an expanded version of, you know, of what he had said to Jonathan. Technology, I said I'd never bring this up here, but Jonathan asked me to do this, so I didn't have time to print it out. Uh, this is from, from Steve, you know, based with that background of, you know, wanting to serve God and wanting to, to know more than just doctrine. I shared my experience about being at Bob Jones, and so he's going to be making some comments about that and, and the experience that I had. But th this is what, what Steve had to say. He said, the point of the sermon on John 6 I was missing is I have to, quote, understand entirely differently. It is similar to what you, speaking about me, said about above. Uh, we find the truth as I did, but quit seeking the giver the person of the truth. This is key in what I failed to do fully and or correctly. I see that you, know, you all guys in, in Greenville seriously doing I could see you guys in Greenville doing it seriously, but could not grasp the concept and get passionate about it myself and would ask myself, what is it that they understand that I do not until this sermon series? It just all of a sudden jumped out at me and when I heard it, I yelled, that's it. They're focusing totally on the Lord personally, yes, and Lord. the gospel truth is icing on the cake. Right. Like you said, David, just, you know, it's perfect, the giver. I had it backwards. I was enthralled with hearing the truth, finally, that I just laid back and said, okay, now we're there, and put it on cruise. As the sermon said, hard preaching can be deceiving too like the seekers in John 6, but missed the real point of the lesson. So to continue, that's going to be warfare against the old carnal man. Mm -hmm. And then he, he made a really fantastic suggestion, you know, talking about, you know, we get in the flesh, we get away from the Lord, we let other inputs come in. And he said, I would make this suggestion to anybody that's, that's fading or, or the, the, the old man is coming back. He said, and it's interesting twist. He said, I suggest fasting with the word and audio sermons, not fasting of food, but fasting from any worldly inputs whatsoever for a month. No magazines, no newspapers, TV, radio, worldly friends, dinner out, inter internet at all. 
nothing but the Lord and his words preached to choke out and bury that carnal old man that is being fed and fattened up by all the junk inputs that it, that it loves. Uh, it, it, was, it was good. That, that was really, really great. But I love Steve. Continue to pray for him, yes. that he'll keep on, on track, and that we'll all keep on track as well. Thank you, David. First of all, this is not going to be sober. This is going to be thankful. <laughs> not going to be tearful. It's going to be thankful. Maybe it'd be tearful. Um, I want to thank Matthew for introducing my subject for me this morning. Verse 10 says, uh, let's see, it's, no, it's 11. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also for all the works and talk of thy doings. Amen. I want to thank for him for picking the hymn as well. God moves in a mysterious way. Verse 5 says, His purposes will ripen fast, unfolding every hour. The bud may have a bitter taste, but sweet will be the flower. And so I want to thank and praise the Lord for his great faithfulness to me. Um, I also want to reinforce what Jonathan said two Wednesdays ago about our faith and hope is based on three pillars, one of which is the Bible and the examples we see in it. The second one is our own experiences, and the third is the experiences of our brethren, and that's what I'm up here to to reinforce. I started working when I was 16, and as of Friday, that was my last official day of working. And in between the two is 48 years worth of work. During that 48 years, I've only been unemployed once. And that was from the time, that was the transition from Michigan to here. In those 48 years, I only filled out one application, and that was for my first job. I don't have a resume. I never had a resume. None of that. The Lord has provided jobs all those years Amen. without all that stuff. How many of you are less than 48 years old. Raise your hands. Hmm, pretty sizable number. Okay. Now, if I've been working for 48 years, how many year of you are less than 24 years old? Raise your hands. So I've been working twice as long as you've been breathing. <laughs> and the Lord has blessed all those years. Um, and... Unlike some of you who have projects to work on that may last six months or whatever, I'm kind of like the people that are in the food industry type thing. It's one sandwich at a time. It's one windshield at a time. It's one tree at a time. And unless the Lord breaks something, I can't fix it. <laughs> if some people are not hungry, you can't feed them. 
and don't want to come into there. So it's it's a little different in being in the service business like I've been in for the last 28 years. So every day, faithfully, the Lord has provided every day my hourly bread. And I want to thank him, thank him for that. As you know, less than six months ago, Andrew died. And that very well could have been the end of Fast Glass and my employment because he was a very integral part to that business. But the Lord provided through this church and people's hearts, people that unbeknownst to me, called up and solicited young men to work type thing, interviewed them and scheduled them for me. And I want to thank them very much for that. I want to thank Jonathan and Adam both for doing that without me asking, without me even thinking about it. Nothing. They just did it out of the goodness of their heart to help a brother out. You know, I also want to thank all those men that worked for me for a day. They might have thought they were not much help, but that was the help I needed. I want to thank Joshua Grimm and David Smith and Jacob and Brady, all of which provide me with work, I mean, help that I, I couldn't have done it by myself. I really couldn't. And I want to thank the Lord and you guys for doing that. And that's what David just talking about, a, a church that pulls together, that helps each other. And I want all of you to remember that when you get into a difficult situation or don't think you can do it by yourself, well, maybe you can't. Maybe you need somebody else. And your brothers and sisters in this church are willing and ready to help you, at even sometimes without you even knowing it. Okay? And then the Lord brought a permanent solution to me in the form of Brian Cutler. And I want to be thankful for that. That is going to allow me to, I'll say possibly retire, because I have the ability to retire now, but in the last week, two situations have popped up of some interesting jobs that I could do that wouldn't involve me, as one of my customers said, slinging windshields anymore, which I I can't do, physically can't do it anymore. So I want to thank the Lord for all these years, 48 years worth of employment, all the various paths and ways and he's led me and providing customers and customers who referred other customers and all those things for all those years. Um, great is his faithfulness, and I, I want to sing that, that hymn because he is. His faithfulness is good, and it's proved, been proven in my last 48 years of my working life. Amen. Thank you. I'm sorry, I didn't get to talk to you. And this is a recent event. Um, so last night, I was a little discouraged. I was sad. I don't know why. Um, literally, my dad asked me, David, why are you sad? I said, I don't know. I really don't. I'm just sad. And he was like, that's not a good excuse. He's like, that's, that's, that's pathetic. I'm, I'm talking about myself. I'm pathetic when I'm like that. And so I just went upstairs. I'm like, I'm just going to bed. I give up. I'm just going to bed. I'll feel better in the morning. I'm going to be happy because I'm going to church. Um, so before I went to bed, I just listened to random songs. Like I listened to five or so 
all of them were just about comforting the soul, like um, it is well with my soul or God's promise or where the roses never fade. I mean, just songs like that. I was just comforted. Uh, the Lord was good to me. And I was just saying, David, you idiot. Praise the Lord. He's so good to you. He wants you to be happy. Anyway, and this morning with Matthew Crosby, I'm, I'm sorry, Matthew Eastland, and his beautiful song is yes. wonderful. Um, before that, I was a little late for the back room, but I read a few verses out of uh, Psalm 73. I'd like to read it to you. It's also Psalm of Asaph. Whom have I in, whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou that destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord, that I may declare all thy works. Um, I'm just... I'm sorry, I'm going to end up, going to stop soon. Just want to praise the Lord. He's good to me. He comforts me every time, every time I fall. And I want to put my trust in him. Thank you very much. It's a wonderful use of our pulpit for the last 45 minutes, or however long it's taken. That was wonderful. Give me a minute to write some of these things down. <laughs> 